3: All right, welcome back to the boys at One Sixty First Street, weighing in at two hundred and eighteen pounds, set and at six foot four. Hailing from Holguin, Cuba. Hope I said that right. Araldus Chapman. He's 218? 218. Damn. I mean, Honestly, a big I'm dude.
1: surprised. It's, I thought it would be more. I thought he was going to be like 260.
2: 260? 260? What was he, a fucking defensive lineman?
1: Dude, he's 6'5", 6'6", and he's yoked.
3: I don't know, but he's definitely a large human being, and... Most known recently for the uh, headhunting action, and those who will be watching the Yankees, that's us. He will be suspended for the first game of the season, just one game for that Brusseau incident. And Chad Green will likely be the closer. But before we get into the Yankees stuff, which we just jumped a gun, because I'm just so excited about Aroldis Chapman. Today, you're joined by Luke, Damon, and Chandler. How are you guys doing? Fantastic. Sorry, I was a
2: little... Uh... A little annoying there. I'm oh, great. Okay. We got we got Yankees baseball coming up soon.
3: Just touched down from Tampa.
1: I stayed back in Tampa, so I'm doing good. Even better. I'm extending my vacation a week.
3: <clears throat> yeah, we just got back from Tampa and Chandler, the second we got back, decided to just say fuck it and stay in Tampa. Immediately goes to the casino, hits us with a text after that and says what did you say? Daddy's back. Just went up
1: $450. Yeah, something like that. I was only there for like an hour or something. So it was a pretty, pretty exciting moment for me. I mean, there you go. We, that's like not
3: even, that's not even close to what we spent there. Or we just had to Uber everywhere because we couldn't get a rental car. Because apparently it's hard to get a rental car the day you get there. We didn't really plan ahead on that. But it was fine. We had a lot of fun. It was actually colder in Florida than it was here in New York where we live. We were golfing the last day before our flight and we looked at the weather at home because it was cold and it was just windy as hell and we took it, we took a look at the weather app and it was 10 degrees warmer in New York which is just not how it should be so yeah that was a letdown for sure and go figure the day we get back the the week the week after we got went to Florida it's going to be beautiful it's going to be like 80 and well Chandler's staying there so at least one person gets to stay in Tampa and is it was it warm now?
1: Uh I'm not gonna lie, I don't think I left the house today. I worked all day <laughs> and that's about it. <clears throat> all right. I'm so gonna say yes though. Araldus Chapman. What are our
3: initial thoughts on Araldus Chapman? Remember when he pulled his ex- pants?
1: I do. <clears throat> I'm more excited <laughs> about this season. Mound. Huh? I'm more excited about this season of him than any other one since he's been in pinstripes. Why is that? That new splitter, man.
2: Oh, I don't know about that. Man. I was waiting to bring that up. Did but you see you don't know about that? I, I I like the fact that he's introducing a new pitch. That means he's finally realizing that he can't. This is a splitter. I'm sorry if this is bad radio, but it's pretty disgusting. No, I know what a splitter looks like.
3: I've, His I've, splitter. Seen, I've
1: seen him throw a splitter. Dude, it's like a 96-mile-an-hour splitter. I, it drops like listen, 45 feet. I'm, I'm all for it. I'm
3: all for it. You just said you weren't all for it.
1: I you just gave me a very skeptical. I don't know. Okay, I'm for him introducing
2: a new pitch. I'm skeptical of the pitch moving forward. Does that make sense?
3: Well, let's dive into the pitch then, because I was going to bring this up later. But the reason why he's bringing in the splitter is a smart reason, and a lot of pitchers do this. Like CeCe Sabathia has done this when he obviously it's reliever versus you know closer, but CC did this when his velo started to go down. He gets you get up there in age. Chapman's not as high up there in age. Didn't I just read off his age? How old is he now?
1: I think he's in like
3: 32,
2: 33. He's 33.
1: Where does it say that? On his MLB page?
3: I was reading the other one that said debut day. I was like, there's no way he's 22.
2: He just turned 33.
3: 33, that's not that old. He still has got a lot in the tank. And I was looking at baseball savant and it did show that his fastball velo was slowly declining which is why he's just trying to get ahead of this and by slowly declining i don't mean it's sharply going it's it was 101 average fastball then it went to 99 it's sitting at about 98 right now in a short season so honestly last year maybe it would have been still at 99 or something and give him time to build up his, his stamina and that's how pitchers do, they get more loose. They never throw as hard in the beginning. So, he actually only pitched 11 innings last year. Me and Damon were looking at, at that before we got on the air. And we were kind of surprised by that. And I looked back and remembered why he was only there for 11 innings. And he was... I, if I'm not mistaken, Chandler, do you remember he was... Pro- I think he was hurt at the beginning of last year. Right?
1: Uh, yeah, he had COVID.
3: Yeah, right. that's right. Started- he had COVID and... Also, another reason why that was so low was, and that was a big storyline last year that we kept talking about, that his usage wasn't, wasn't good. We, were, we kept getting mad at Boone for that, too, because he, it, it seemed like they were only using Chapman in the perfect save scenario, not any other scenario. It has to be a save situation, and that's when we'll use Chapman. And a what? guy like Chapman and other guys on the team, that was my biggest bugaboo with the Yankees, with Boone's bullpen usage or lack thereof, not Boone because he's just a puppet, but the Yankees' bullpen usage. they were only they were, The majority of the, <laughs> the relievers they were using were the Sessas, the Nick Nelsons, and the other people because all of the high-leverage guys are only supposed to come in and high-leverage in their eyes. And when you're the Yankees, there's not that many high-leverage situations. So to me... And then it, it, it piles up, and it boils up and snowballs because then these guys don't get everyday reps, and when they do come in, then they're rusty, and then they blow up, and, and then they blow up. <laughs> SpongeBob reference for you. But that, I, I was not happy with that, and that's why another reason why he only had 11 innings pitched last year. Obviously short season, but I would, well, that's they something did the going tumble. forward I
1: would like to see more of, better usage of him. They did the total opposite in the postseason. Uh, they you know let him waited for the perfect opportunity, wait for the perfect opportunity, and then in the postseason they were throwing him out there like two innings a game every single game, two or three innings. I mean that game that he blew against the Rays that they ended up going on losing that was game five, uh, four or five, whatever it was. Um, he like he they came in for he came in for two and like a third. Mm-hmm. It was ridic- Like even CC Sabathia on his thing on R two C two was talking about how ridiculous it was.
2: Yeah, I I remember that because I I remember going through like a whole entire week or something like that, and there'd be plenty of games where Chapman just did not pitch, and then it got to a point where we were thinking, can we just get him in there and get some reps in? Like this this guy's gonna be this guy's gonna come in on no you know like not not even throwing a a bull like not a bullpen but not even coming out and throwing live um, pitches and how are we going to rely on this guy moving forward if he's not getting his reps in. And that's just not a question of Boone's decision-making with, with all this. I mean, it's obviously obviously not
3: just Boone and we know that it's everybody else. It's not just Boone, but maybe that, I mean, that's just throw that out last year. Maybe it was because of the shortened season. I mean, he had COVID at the beginning, so he needed time to build up, but throw that out I'm just saying next year I want him to get regular usage and just because he's the closer that doesn't necessarily mean he has to be used very in only closing situations or safe situations and it's looking like at the beginning of the season at least aside from the first game he's gonna be like the only lefty because Wilson just went down I we don't know how how bad of an injury that is mm-hmm. but Britain's gonna be down for about a month month and a half maybe two months. So he's the only lefty, if I'm not mistaken, in our pen. Obviously, we have Montgomery and other guys out of the starting rotation, but he's looking like the only lefty. And if that doesn't call for more usage in non-save situations, I don't know what does because he's our only lefty now. So I don't know.
2: Yeah, I don't know if that plays a huge part, though, because he's the solidified closer. Like, like I'm just like calling he- for him to be used in other situations
3: that may not be the designated closing situation. If it's a three-run game and he hasn't pitched in a week or so, I want him to get more reps because that that's exactly what I want to eliminate. I don't want him to not pitch because it's not a safe situation, and then the, him the not pitching streak extends to a week, and then it's his only time where he throws is during the next save situation. Yeah, yeah I, I agree just with if that. he's not pitching every three days or so, or every two days at least give him a rep, let him go out there even if it's a blowout, maybe not in a blowout, but if it's a relatively close game, don't give it to Sessa so he can fuck it up and make it a close situation. Keep it close. How about that? And then, you know, teams Honestly, start to die I feel off like that kind of hurts him. Huh?
1: I feel yeah. like that kind of hurts him to get him up and, you know, you bring in Sessa in like a 3 or 4 run game, dude walks the bases loaded and then you've got him just sitting up or standing up, warming up, sitting down, standing up, warming up, sitting down for you know, an inning and a no, half. I'm not and you do saying it three that. and I'm th- not saying every no. Time. I'm agreeing with you.
3: Okay, I'm a- yeah, on your <laughs> side here. I-, I thought I had to make my case. No, again.
1: also another fun fact that uh, I'm honestly kind of surprised you didn't start the show off with. Somebody caught a foul ball that uh, Errolis Chapman threw out the other day. I did.
3: So I caught my first foul ball. I haven't told the people yet about this. I have always said that if I catch a foul ball, I can just float up into heaven that day. That's that's the day I can float up there. And I told the guy. I caught it behind me. He wanted he wanted it was he was an old man, adult with probably kids. Maybe he wanted to bring it back to his kid, but he was trying to finesse that ball away from me. And little did he know that was my first ball. And when we got back to the Airbnb, I was walking around with it, so much so that I left it outside and I actually left it at the Airbnb. So Chandler tells me they're mailing it to me. And I feel weird asking them to mail that to me, but I really want that ball because it's my, the first <laughs> ball. And I kept telling everybody, oh, the day I catch a foul ball or it's, it's more so the home run ball. If I catch a home run ball, that's the day I float up in heaven. So my departure hasn't quite come yeah. yet. But no, no th- that was a cool warm up and hopefully a taste. I almost caught a ball. Was I with you that time? I don't that know. Home, right. That like labor home run ball in left
1: field? Yeah, I was
2: there. That, yeah, we were Missed in, us uh, by like two seats. Yeah, I remember that. We were on TV.
1: Remember that? We were on TV. Post <laughs> oh, game I was that was a game I was on the other side of the stadium. I didn't even know you guys. Yeah, small world. That was wild. We figured out
3: that too. Chandler before we even met him decided to go to a game and we were a couple seats over from each other during that. when the ball went near there, so Did you catch that ball?
1: I did not. Oh, I wish I, I could tell see, you. I imagine that. Imagine he was the one. I feel who... like I probably
3: would have told you that. Either way. Truth. You know what I want to see out of Chapman? I don't want the season to end on his pitch again, which obviously <laughs> it has the past couple times. It has when he was on the Cubs in the World Series. It has when he was just – well, not, not in the Cubs, but there was one high-leverage game. They ended up winning, obviously, but one game he blew – um, I, I don't want to see the, the season end on his pitch, which at are the end, not, at the end, end not, of the day, if we don't win the World Series, it will. So that's
2: basically what I'm asking. I want to win the World Series. Are you not putting There's, him in that situation?
3: No, I am. I don't want him. You I are. don't want the season to end on. Are you asking if he's the closer or not? No, I'm
2: asking if he's you. on thin ice.
1: I'm, no. I mean, his track record has been great. It's not bad. Let me. Th- this is kind of an interesting set I actually looked up before this. <clears throat> Do you want to take a guess on how many saves he's blown in the postseason in a Yankees uniform? I hate to burst your bubble on this, but you've told us this before. Isn't okay, do you
2: know the answer?
1: It is zero. <laughs> not a single one.
2: Okay, but is it, a, is it one of those, like, technically it's not a save because it was in a certain inning or something? Because he definitely blew he definitely blew It was something. situations
1: where it was either a tie game or... He's blown the two big ones. He's blown two big ones and just go the, like, ahead. sheer... Well, the sheer magnitude of it is what sticks out. It's not like it's a common theme. It's just the two spots that he did. They were so big that it, you so know, those, it sticks the, out
2: in your mind. What do we
1: call the Altuve home run? Uh, it was a tie game, so yeah, it wasn't a blown game. save.
2: I call that a blown yeah, blown you, save. You just aren't going by the
3: rules. I'm saying <laughs> that he blew that. I'm That's a fact. He blew it. Yeah, it was an unclutched performance, but it wasn't a blown he, save. So that's where it blew stats the game, kind of save. It misses things like that, which is what we remember. And all of the ones, that was a tie game. Uh, the one before that was a tie game. I'm sure. Well, you said just for the Yankees, I'm sure that. Uh, I think that was a blown
1: save. I, I'm just saying. he's He's something. blown four total. Three were on the Cubs, and one was in his debut season with the Reds.
2: I'm just saying. For, for stuff like that, I'm not going by stats. I'm going off of if I trust a guy in a situation like that. I, obviously, I think everyone would agree that you need to put him there. But do I trust him? I don't know. I've, I'm i going to be sweating all over my body when, he like is, he is. when he's going to be pitching. So I'd be sweating about, regardless. When you talk
3: about trust, we talk about the trust tree with a couple of the other relievers on the Yankees. Do you not have him at
2: the top? No, not at all. Not not because I don't what you have think in front of
3: them. when healthy, obviously this well, includes Britain and
2: well, my my Wilson. theory is not is not based on if I think it's weird because I think he's the best person to put out there, but I I'm not confident. It's Your because confidence says it's like I yes. used to be
3: with Luke Voigt, and which has changed recently, but you're not as confident with him out on.
2: I mean I think that's just because he's wild. Yeah, but I but I know he's the best person to put out there, but I just. There's, I just I can't watch him pitch. It's just so who do so you have in the trust
3: tree on top of him?
2: But I don't think it's a trust
3: tree. I think it's just who I We've had this discussion yeah. before. Just, just humor me, please. It, don't <laughs> we literally had this exact conversation. Just put you know what I mean? What are you,
2: you know what but I'm he asking is, you. But he is on the top. Okay, so then what, what? are we even talking about here? So who Oh fuck, I'm not I totally saying I want to put anyone to in front of him. him. <laughs> I'm just saying I am it's really weird, because I'm just like, I'm so nervous when he is on the mound, even though I know he is the best person to So out call it, there. Let's call it well,
3: your confidence tree. Who are you more confident it, with? It's out
2: not, it's not, I'm not going to answer that, because it's right, not, then we're it's move not on on about then. that.
1: No, hold on. I have a question. Is it the situation that makes you nervous, or the person? Because I feel like it's I don't both. care if Nolan Ryan was on the mound, if... It was the same situation against the Rays or the Astros I would still be sweating my ass off. I mean, off I'd rather Jared
2: Cole out there, but no he's not gonna I'd still Cole's be way. nervous. He
3: can't pitch 27 outs
1: every single game. I'm though. aware of that. <laughs> I wish but he can't. But
2: that's what I'm saying. You're going
1: to tell me even if Garrett Cole was out there you still would you wouldn't be nervous anymore? It would just all of it would wash away. You're that, just like I'm not okay. I'm well, that. I'm just saying Garrett's- I don't I've, think you know what you're saying. I don't.
2: I'm just saying <laughs> okay. I feel like I've seen just Chapman has had a history of blowing some high leverage situations. Yeah, we talked about that. We get it. And And that's why I have that feeling. I
3: actually, Chandler, like you said, I'm a little more confident in him to have another bounce back year. Maybe that's just my Yankee-Homer bias, and I'm I'm, I'm never a pessimist going in, but once the clock strikes April 1st, then I'm pessimist all the way. But I don't know. I, I really think that Chapman is going to have another year. I mean, people forget in 2019 he was reliever of the year. And in 2020, he only pitched 11 innings, So, I, and it wasn't a bad 11 innings either. I don't know. I, I think I think he's absolutely still an elite closer. I think he's one of the elite closers. And to backtrack back to what we were talking about before, talking about his lower velocity, it's really not lower. He's still averaging 99 miles per hour, which is in the 100th percentile or the 99th percentile among the relievers. So he's still one of the fastest pitchers in the Major League Baseball, which was a little bit shocking to me because everybody seems to throw a hundred nowadays, but you just only, you you see the guys who throw a hundred and they make it to sports center. I'm not that we watch sports center anymore, but he's still in the 99th percentile of fastball velocity. So it makes it all the much, all the more impressive on his behalf as a player to get ahead of the lower velocity, because it is trending in that direction and he is getting older. So I, I commend him for adding that splitter because Better to have some have a backup plan before things go south, rather than once they go south, you end up figuring it out after. So I, I like that he he's
1: working ahead. Do you have baseball savant pulled up in front of you?
3: I can, but I'm. Also, I want to know. I'm also well, baseball well, I wanna, savant, so ask me the question. Uh, I was
1: I mix how that. How I
3: really was actually going to go into that, so I am baseball yeah. savant. So it is interesting, and I did bring up the. The connection to CC back in the day, but it's it's obviously very different. But so CC, I'm not saying this is the same, but CC, when he, in his last three years, his foreseen fastball usage went from 46%, which is about where that's not true. Chapman's is around 80%, but 72% in 2020, 58%. But just bad radio. Let me re recl- <laughs> get my thoughts together. So CC's went from to 1% in his last two years each. So that was just cool to see. But Chapman in last year was 72% fastball usage, 58% in 2019. Let's go on the 2019 numbers because that's where the numbers were trending anyway. So let's call it 60% fastball usage. On the bottom here, you see the sinker and there's no split finger at all. Where do you see, and obviously I forgot to mention his slider usage was also ticking up As well over the last, from 2017 to 2020. That's about what's been happening. So my question to you guys is, how much, there's a a lot of usage of this splitter. We see it in spring training. How much do you think he's actually going to use it? If we come back to this next year, at the end, and we're looking at how much he used that split finger fastball. What percentage do you think the pitch mix will be? Seven. Seven? I I was going to say something like that too. Which is pretty good because... Just to know that he has it, just to know that he has that, it's going to throw hitters off. You're not—he's now exactly. no longer—it's a mental battle more than anything. If you have that, speaking of—if he has that, his MLB the show card just got Gross. grosser, just got even grosser.
1: Yeah. So the thing with the splitter is too with the sliders. He his slider's a big like looping slider. His fastball obviously throws ninety eight, ninety nine. The splitter's gonna come look like the fastball and dive, so it kind of keeps you you know on your feet more so than the splitter. It's a little easier to pick up. I feel like with him, um, I feel like trying to distinguish between those two is gonna be a lot harder, and that at least plays a little bit of a psychological factor, like you were saying.
2: Yeah. do you think about it like? People who have been facing Rawls Chapman for a few years now and haven't been able to figure it out. There's not, there's not a ton of people who have figured out Rawls Chapman and are teeing off on him on a day-to-day basis. And then you come up and face this guy with a different pitch. That, that's that got to be just, like, where where am I going? Yeah, keep him on their toes. Where am I going? You throw one of those pitches in at bat, which is also a lot, but if you throw one of those every now and then or, or, or throw a splitter to one guy in the in the inning that's going to keep on your toes and you know keep them guessing and then you blow a fastball by them again it's just it makes that fastball which is his primary pitch even more effective it like just having that in his arsenal just improves his other pitches by having it in there yeah even just having it he, he took a page out of you darvish's
3: book you darvish has like 20 pitches so if if chapman even doesn't even have to use it i feel like even if he just lies to people and just says hey by the way i got a slurve now yeah even if he doesn't use it people it's, it's another thought in their mind and by the time they made a decision like oh it's a slurve or not he's got that 99 mile per hour fastball that'll blow by you and you don't have enough time to react so and like, if it's good it could be a funny, mental fuck. game. and if he uses it that's another thing <laughs> but i feel like just the mental aspect of it that could be cool too just yeah like, yeah yeah i got a slurve i got an e by the way especially watch with- out for it that's fastball, fastball, <laughs> fastball slider. <laughs> uh,
2: especially with a guy where facing is probably such a mental game because he throws so, so fast. Most of the time these guys are probably have a pitch in their minds gonna throw before they before he throws it. That's what I mean. A lot of people
3: sit fastball, so if but if you have enough pitches that aren't a fastball now, people start to think about other things and then you blow the fastball by
2: so, him. Yeah. I don't know. I'm excited about Rollins Chapman. I am too. I I, I think he's going to be great, great this year. I really hope he does. And as always, he's a massive part of this team and a massive part of um this team's journey to be in the World Series. I think he's going to be. He he is a uh you know an impact player on this on this roster. Yeah, I just
3: hope he doesn't poop his pants again. That well, suck. you know what? I don't really care. I, that'd be cool if he did it.
1: Over um, under one and a half batters good. heads thrown at. Uh, well, over. skid mark plus batter's heads thrown at two and a half over two and a half under.
2: I think it's going to well, be two and, and a half. He not, does it
1: again. That's combining both. I think it's it does. It's going to be two. Are we I all
3: just one. are we all in the same boat that it was intentional? It has
1: to be. Absolutely not. I, I don't know.
3: A, a, a Ninety it's percent alleged. of thinks it was, but also he's really wild. So 10 percent of me thinks he's innocent, but. Either way, not a big suspension, one game, so it is what it is. It's really not going to matter in the grand scheme of things, so I drafted on my fantasy team, so I hope it is well for that reason, too. Anyway, that'll do it from us. If you were an audio-only guy, maybe you should check out the YouTube. All these episodes will be updated to YouTube now. We are also on Patreon, patreon.com slash 161boys. We have, every time we record, the night before, we always record them after games. It's going to be a lot of fun. And we'll be live in the Patreon recording those, so hop in the chat, chat with us while we go. At the end, once we get into out of the roll calls, which we only have a couple left, once we get back into the actual episodes, which I'm getting excited for. We get rounding third coming back, we got just good old regular episodes, we got actual games to talk about, so all that'll be fun. Don't want to miss that. And we record right after the games anyway, so it's gonna be fun. What else do you got to do? There's literally nothing to do, so you might nothing. as well just talk about what you just saw. Just come hang so, out. Come hang out. Doors open. Two bucks a month. You get access to that. We have pregame shows. We have trivia, because we like baseball. We like talking about it. Um, giveaways. Giveaways once a month. I, I'm, if you guys haven't checked out Ice and My Pinstripes, Ice and My Pinstripes has some really cool Yankees throwback gear, and we're giving away one piece of his stuff once a month to patrons only. So... There's a lot there's a lot and we also have a lot more on the way in the works. Also, another thing, just want to just want what's that? What's that? We're going to start doing series previews. First time we're doing that this year. So, it's a cool thing that I reached out to a bunch of podcasters or just fans that we know of in the space in the community of the teams that we're going to play. So, the first time, for example, when we play the Blue Jays, which is opening day, obviously, if you haven't known that, if you lived under a rock, we're going to be chatting with one of the Toronto Blue Jays podcasts and asking them basically their insights, what's going on in Blue Jay land, all that stuff, get some good insights, get some good banter, make some bets with them. Hey, if we win this, if Gary Sanchez strikes... I, I can't say his name, but it'll be a lot of fun, give you some insight on things you may not have known before, and... Look out for the Red Sox series episodes because those are going to be fun. Those ones we're going to do. The other ones we're only doing the first series of every year because sometimes we only play teams once. But the the in-division ones, we're looking to do those every time we play them because we play them 19 times a year. And the Red Sox one, our friend Red Sox Matt, one of our best friends, he's going to hop on and his other friend might hop on too. So those are going to be a lot of fun. Too bad the Red Sox suck, but, you know. It'll be fun shitting on them. So let's do that
2: baseball. All the guys at 161st Street, I just have two words for you.
1: See ya.